Hi everyone and welcome to our fourth episode of Hebrew in the Spotlight Music where we learn Hebrew through songs. We're going to have a great song today and we're going to talk about it a little bit. So musical intro and let's dive into that. Hi, I'm Noel Paz. I'm a musician, an actress, and a Hebrew teacher. And today we're going to learn uh, a beautiful song. I just want to start for people that have just started to listen. Uh, we learn, I believe, very well just by listening. Obviously, we always need to practice our speech as well. But I always refer to our mechanism, the way we learned our mother tongue. We actually listened for a while we picked up on a lot of words and then we started imitating our parents or our siblings, just people around us. And uh, bit by bit, we learned how to talk only after we learned how to talk and we mastered our language, our mother tongue pretty well. Only then we learn grammar. And usually when we learn as adults, Everything just goes the other way around. We learn a lot of grammar. We learn how to read and write. But we don't really learn how to speak. We don't practice speaking. And we don't really listen to as much uh, Hebrew in this situation. But when I talk about Hebrew, it's languages in general. It's the same mechanism. It doesn't matter which language we're learning. I'm, I'm teaching Hebrew because that's my mother tongue. But in any language that we learn... It's the same mechanism, and then we don't really listen to it because when we're kids, we have the time. We have nothing else to do. Um, but when we're adults, we have a lot of things to do, work and family and a lot of things, chores. And especially in Israel, most people know English, so if someone comes with English, uh, either if they're from the States or Australia or the UK, but even if they're from France or Spain and they know English, they can get by in English. But we do want to learn the language where we're living in. So again, for me, I, I'm teaching Hebrew uh, and we're going to talk about Hebrew. I always say English is not my mother tongue and I'm just recording it one time. I don't write everything down. I just speak the way I want to speak. So obviously I will make tons of mistakes in English, but I'm sure you'll understand me perfectly well. And what I'm trying to teach is Hebrew. So that is the most important thing. I always also say in most of my podcasts, if you hear strange sounds, is because I'm recording next to my dog. I have a, an amazing dog, Johnny, that I love very much. And sometimes he makes strange no noises and he's here. So the microphone picks it up. If you hear anything strange, I swear it's not me, it's my dog. So <laughs> after saying all that, let's dive into our song. So the song is called Ani Tamid Nishar Ani. Ani Tamid Nishar Ani means I, Ani, Tamid, always, Nishar, stay, stays, me, Ani, Ani Tamid Nishar Ani. I always stay me. It's basically a kid song, but a very good one. And I love working with kid songs because I think that the vocabulary is pretty simple. There's not a lot of metaphors and things that are more advanced that we can learn later on the road, which is great also. But when we just want to learn vocabulary, we, we pretty much want simple things. 
when we write to kids, we usually want to teach them something. Again, if it's a good song. And so we can learn a lot as well, I think, as adults when we're basically actually also just kids. Um, so I always say me um, is a good song, but I think we're going to connect it to things that as adults we deal with as well. It is sent by a very well-famous musician and singer, Uzi Hitman. The words and the lyrics, Milim Velachan, is by Datya Bendo. So before we're going to dive into the words, obviously, and that's what we want to learn, I want to talk about the idea of the song. And let's just talk about the title. Ani, Tamid, Nisharani, I always stay me. Which is a very hard thing to do, isn't it? It's very hard to just stay us. In general, I, I feel it a lot of the time, just to be myself, think of just situations like a date, right? We, we should be ourselves. And we're, when we're starting to be ourselves, that's where uh, the magic starts to happen. But in the beginning, most of us are not exactly ourselves. And would you agree that is the most, well, the least, let's say the least interesting part when you meet someone and they're over trying or they're stressed, they're trying to be something else. We're all doing it, but it's like the, 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 that part when... We are least interesting. It happens the other way around. It happens the opposite because when we want to impress someone and we're trying to be someone that we're not, we are the least impressive people that we know because, I mean, who can we be other than ourselves? We can be different parts of ourselves, but when we're not ourselves, what are we? Kind of a shadow of something that we're thinking is that is better, but it's actually not. And why am I talking about it in regards to a language? Well, first of all, we can talk about other things as well, right? I think it's more interesting and not just to talk about Hebrew. So in general, I think it's, it's an issue that we all struggle with, like our, our masks, our day-to-day masks at work or different situations that don't allow us to be who we really are. And it's usually a lot more interesting than the masks that we put or the costumes that we that we wear but in hebrew or not but in hebrew we also see it even amplified and i'm talking about again i'm talking about hebrew but languages i know about hebrew because that's what i teach when we're learning a different language it's kind of a a costume in the beginning Because, first of all, it doesn't mean anything. I always talk about emotional connection. Those sounds, we can learn them. But if we really haven't spoken them, and even if we did for a while, but we didn't connect it to anything specific, right? When we learn our mother tongue or when we speak our mother tongue, it resonates. I mean, love, hate, I want, I, I don't want, I need. Everything means something from our life, from our memories, everything is connected, like our, our brain is wiring every word into, into something, that is how we remember things, right, our brain wires things that we learn into uh, feelings, uh, smells, things that we see, it connects things, everything works, works sorry, in, in connection to everything else, so when we just listen to words, new words, and it's just a bunch of sounds, they mean nothing. 
And when we say something that means nothing, it's pretty much a costume or a mask. So we have that level. But even above that or, or next to it, there's another level that we don't want to make mistakes. We're very afraid of it as in general, as people. Because we learn early on when we're kids to not make mistakes. Because if we do, then maybe someone will yell at us or be angry at us, our parents, for, for example, or in, in school. We don't learn a lot of the time. Sadly, I say it sadly. If there's a good teacher, they will want us to ask questions, not to give answers. <laughs> um, but most of the times we're required to give answers. Isn't it crazy as students? I mean, I don't know. That is why I'm coming to learn. But weirdly enough, we're learning something and immediately after someone explains something, we need to know it. And if we don't, if we make mistakes, let's say in a, in a, in, at an exam or something, then we'll get a bad grade. Uh, instead of an F, we'll get a B or a C. In, in Israel, we don't have uh, letters, obviously, so it's 100. So we won't get 100, we'll get... a. Uh, 70, 60, 50 will fail. We have this F and it will be uh, written in red pen. So we'll know we did a very bad thing and, and they'll call our parents and see if something is wrong. So we get the, um, the idea that I think transmitted to us. <laughs> I don't know if you can say it in English. In Hebrew, it will be Zemeshudar Elenu. Um, that it's very bad to make mistakes. And then it's something that I work with a lot with my, my students because how can you learn something without making mistakes? When do we have the time to make mistakes? I think almost the only time. Let me know, write to me, if there's another time that you are allowed, not that you allowed yourself. Obviously, that's what we want to let ourselves do. But when, when you're allowed... In the public space, or even in your families, to to make those mistakes. Where was it allowed? Only I think the only thing that I can think of. Uh, again, if we had a good teacher, but otherwise, when we were infants, learning our mother tongue. And then when we made mistakes, first of all, no one could force us to speak any faster than when we started. No one can tell us speak. We started when we started, it's like walking. And when we spoke, we had so many mistakes. We don't remember it. We think, no, I mean, when you learn a mother tongue, it's quicker. And when you're young, it's easier than when you're older. No, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not that easy, right? But it could be fun, but it's not that easy. So we made a lot of mistakes. Back then, no one told us, oh my God, you don't, you can't say it like this, Right. If I said something incorrectly, for example, if I said, um, instead of mom, I said, ma'am, or instead of my name, Noah, I said, nah, Noah, Noah, right? No one said, oh my God, what are you doing? It's a mistake. Don't ever say it like, no, everyone laughed and thought it was cute. And usually parents even want to prolong those mistakes because it's so cute. And we know it's going to go away. So we're not scared. And we love it. It's adorable. And that is why we learn our mother tongue so well. Because we have the 
space and the room to experiment and to try and to fail, but it's not a failure. So we don't say, say to ourselves, well, maybe speaking is not really for me or walking for that matter as well. No, we, we don't even think because in that period of time, no one has taught us that making mistakes or being wrong is bad. Actually, the other way around. We, we learn it's cute and it's funny and it's adorable. And so something goes kind of berserk and bad along the way and pretty quickly. I mean, when we're infants, no, but somewhere around three, four, five, especially when we get to our first grade, six, around age six, we learn suddenly that it's very, very bad. And so when we're adults and we have all of this going in our brains and our subconscious even, and our conscience as well, and we try to speak in a language that obviously we're going to make mistakes in it, right? I'm making mistakes in English still, and I'll probably always will for some extent, because again, it's not my mother tongue. I try to learn it, and I speak, but it will never be as perfect as my Hebrew, never, ever. We're very afraid to do that. We're very, very afraid, and what happens is that we avoid Either we avoid using and speaking that language and then we'll never learn it because there really isn't any real way to learn Hebrew or to learn a language other than to use it to listen first, obviously, or not just first all the time because we want to understand first, but then to speak it. And either we avoid it or we speak But we're very nervous. We're not really expressing who we really are. We're just doing the bare minimum, what we need, and no more than that. So we don't really have fun and grow and extend and develop our proficiency in that language. People will not judge you because, oh my God, you used the... The female form instead of the male, what are you doing? We think that the people will say, oh my God, like, are you stupid? No, people are amazed and happy that you can speak Hebrew to them. It's, it's, they're very impressed by, right? We're very impressed when someone who was not born or raised in a place that should know our mother tongue speaks to us very well or pretty much as good or... Or just even just simple sentences, right? That we're very happy. When someone can say something, we're like, wow, where did you learn? That's so nice. That's so good. That's very impressive. To be us in another language, I feel it's always, it will always be a bit different. Because our brain does work a little bit more. And the language is located um, in our mouth. And our resonance space, differently English, definitely is located very uh, high pitch and more twangy than Hebrew, which is lower pitch and more throat. That's just me talking about music, which <laughs> is another part of my life. But we can hear it, right? We can hear it. I, I sound, my voice sounds a little different. Not very much so because I don't speak in a exact American Um, accent at all, but it's, it's still a little bit different. So for you, it will be still a little bit different. 
but it's me. It's still me. I can express myself, uh, and and so can you. You can express yourself in Hebrew. You can be funny in Hebrew. You can fight with people in Hebrew. You can lecture in Hebrew. You can work with people in Hebrew. You can have friends that speak Hebrew, go on dates, talk to, to, to the bank, to whatever. With all your colors, your palette of colors, and, and still do it in Hebrew. So two things are required first and foremost, and this is something that you can start working immediately, is allowing yourself to make mistakes. So it sounds easy, it's really not, because we're very afraid to do that, but first, what I want you to, to do is be aware of it. When we're aware of it, I think it's the first step into starting to st- start allowing ourselves to be there. Just be aware of it. It's okay to make mistakes. I can maybe speak in the supermarket or with a colleague of mine, and it's okay if I won't say everything correctly. I don't need to do the math of, is it this building, this route, past, present, female, male, never mind. Engage in conversations. Do it. That's the only way. The other thing that I said, that language is always a little bit of a a mess because we're not used to it in our mouth and the words and they don't resonate. Uh, So I'm referring to the first thing that I said. It will fix itself once we're speaking more and more. So that will fix itself during time and it will get easier and simpler and things will start to resonate because you'll start to create um, emotional connections from your life. I do it with my students in theater, so we do it more intensively, uh, just quicker. Instead of waiting for that time to happen, we do it in class. And so theater just brings it immediately. And also the, the, the room to make mistakes, right? Because in, in improv, we don't have mistakes. Whatever happens now is the right thing for now. This is what we need to work with. So we do it, but if, if, if you do it alone then even if it takes a while longer, never mind. For you to, to let that language roll in your tongue or in your mouth, you first need to, make, to allow yourself to make mistakes. Uh, okay, I want to go to the song. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I want you to hear a part of it. Again, it's me recording it just so it will be easier without any effects and uh, slower so you can hear the word pronounced well, but you have the song also on YouTube with Uzi Chitman and other uh, artists that covered it. So we're going to listen to a part of it. We're going to learn the song and then you'll have the whole song at the end. לפעמים אני שבע, לפעמים רעב, לפעמים אני כועס ולפעמים אוהב. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, אבל אני תמיד okay, נשאר אני. אוקיי, אז אנחנו שמענו קצת מהפרטים, בואו נעבור על הליריקס. And what I love in this song, other than what we talked about, the message, <laughs> um, that we always stay us eventually, I, want, I think the, the lovely thing is that the words are pretty simple and repetitive, and you'll see that there's a lot of words that just stand alone. So it's really a very good, 
um, song to learn the vocabulary. And what I advise always after the podcast is just um, to listen to the song over and over. Before I finish, I uh, want to invite you to send me uh, questions, requests, um, maybe things that you want to share with me from your process in Hebrew. So I would love to get your messages and to um, address them in further chapters as well. I would love to, to talk about them and address them. So um, where can you write to me? You can write to my Instagram page, uh, my messenger. It's hebrew.in.spotlight, right? Hebrew dot in it's it's connected obviously it's uh, all connected Hebrew dot in dot the dot spotlight you can also write to my email Hebrew in the spotlight at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you uh, and again um, address your questions and shares on my next chapter. Uh, I will also love it if you can share. I will love you forever and ever if you'll share this podcast with other people um, that want to learn Hebrew and languages in general. And also, if you can rate this podcast, I would love it and appreciate it very, very much. Um, so let's dive into the song. לפעמים אני עצוב. לפעמים will return a lot of, all, all the time. It will return all the time. לפעמים means sometimes. Me, we learned, אני. So, לפעמים אני עצוב. עצוב is sad. Sometimes I'm sad. ולפעמים שמח. שמח is happy. עצוב, שמח. Opposites. לפעמים אני זוכר. Remember. Sometimes I remember. ולפעמים שוכח. שוכח, I forget. By the way, this song is in the male form. So we're just going to learn that. If you want, then you can search the female form. עצוב, עצובה, שמח, שמחה. Well, maybe I'll just give it after every verse. I'll just say the female, uh, female um, form as well. So לפעמים אני עצוב or עצובה for female. לפעמים שמח. For male, smecha for female. לפעמים אני זוכר, for male, וזוכרת, for female. ולפעמים שוכח, and for female, שוכחת, forget. לפעמים אני שבע, שבע is full, like after we, we eat. And for female, שבעה, שבעה, שבעה. לפעמים רעב, hungry, רעב, רעבה. לפעמים אני כועס, I'm mad, angry, כועסת for female, ולפעמים אוהב, sometimes I love, אוהבת for female, אבל, but. אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, but I always stay me, always stay me, always stay me. לפעמים אני גדול, I'm big, גדולה. ולפעמים קטן, small, קטנה. Again, female at the end. Uh, I'm saying the male form and the female. לפעמים אני גיבור, a hero, גיבורה. ולפעמים פחדן. 
scared or scare, scary cat or how do you say it when someone is, is scared all the time? For female, פחדנית. לפעמים אני ביחד, sometimes I'm together. לפעמים לבד, sometimes alone. לפעמים אני באמצע, in the middle, לפעמים בצד, on the side. אבל אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. לפעמים אני כינור, sometimes I'm a violin, ולפעמים טופים, drums. לפעמים אני קייצי, summary. I don't think there's a word like that in English, but like I am summer vibed. I'm in a vibe of summer. ולפעמים חורפי, wintery, <laughs> if there's a thing in English. לפעמים אני עצלן, עצלן is lazy, ולפעמים חרוץ, hard worker. לפעמים אני מתוק, sweet, ולפעמים חמוץ, sour. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. לפעמים אני חכם, smart, חכמה, ולפעמים טיפשי, silly, טיפשית. לפעמים אני ראשון, first, ראשונה, ולפעמים שלישי, third, שלישית for female. לפעמים אני תופס, I catch, I grab, תופסת for female, ולפעמים תפוס, this is the, um, תופס is um, the active, it's פעל, it's the active form, I catch, ולפעמים תפוס, it's the passive, like I'm being grabbed or being catched. לפעמים אני ענק, I'm huge, ענקית, ולפעמים פספוס. פספוס <laughs> is a slang <laughs> for like a very little kid. We don't really use it a lot today, but just so you know. So it's like a very small, usually for kids we'll use it, פספוס, but not just for kids if we want to like tell someone, oh, you're a פספוס, who are you? Who do you think you are? Like you're little, you're small, you're mean, like you're not, you're not huge, but it's the opposite. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. But I always stay me, always stay me, always stay me. לפעמים אני עצוב ולפעמים שמח, לפעמים אני זוכר ולפעמים שוכח, לפעמים אני שבע, לפעמים רעב, לפעמים אני כועס ולפעמים אוהב. אבל אני... תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, אבל אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. לפעמים אני גדול ולפעמים קטן, לפעמים אני גיבור ולפעמים פחדן, לפעמים אני ביחד, לפעמים לבד, לפעמים אני באמצע, לפעמים בצד. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני. תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. לפעמים אני כינור ולפעמים טובים, לפעמים אני קיצי ולפעמים חורפי, לפעמים אני עצלן ולפעמים חרוץ, לפעמים אני מתוק ולפעמים חמוץ. 
תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, אבל אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. לפעמים אני חכם ולפעמים טיפשי, לפעמים אני ראשון ולפעמים שלישי. לפעמים אני תופס ולפעמים תפוס, לפעמים אני ענק ולפעמים פספוס. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני, תמיד נשאר אני. So hopefully you guys always stay you. There's nothing better than that. It's amazing. Also, even when you speak Hebrew, allow yourself to make mistakes. This is a part of who we are. We also make mistakes. Hope you like this episode. Share it. Write to me. And let's get to the song. Bye-bye. <laughs> לפעמים אני כועס ולפעמים אוהב אבל אני תמיד נשאר אני תמיד נשאר אני תמיד נשאר